Well, welcome to Mission in Five, the podcast, where we ask a handful of questions to ministry practitioners to learn more about who they are and where they see God moving in their community. I'm your host, Greg Namula, and every week through my work with the American Baptist Churches in Nebraska and my ongoing writing projects, I get to partner with churches and ministry leaders. I'm always amazed at the many and varied ways that God works in our individual communities and when multiple churches come together for mission and ministry. So that's the purpose of this podcast, to share the many things that God is doing and to meet some of the people participating in God's mission in Nebraska, across the country, and around the world. Well, my guest today is Kelly Foreman, American Baptist Home Missionary and the Assistant Executive Director of Kodiak Baptist Mission. She has a full and diverse set of responsibilities at Kodiak that include grant writing, directing the before and after school programming, overseeing the only grade A goat dairy on the island, and is a rather imaginative social media content creator. Her husband, Stephen, in addition to his work with the mission, is a counselor for the local school district. They are Nebraska natives with ties to Gibbon and Fremont, and they met at the Moses Merrill Camp and Conference Center. I really enjoyed my conversation with Kelly, and I look forward to hearing more from her and Stephen during our Say Yes to the Call Region Expo on October 1 and 2 of 2021. Unfortunately, they cannot attend our event in person, but they will be joining us through the magic of a live Zoom call to learn more about their callings to serve at Kodiak Baptist Mission and in school counseling, and how they continue to say yes to the call by following Christ in their everyday lives and vocations. You can register for the Region Expo by visiting our website, abcnebraska.com, and click on the Region Expo link at the top of the page. Here's my conversation with Kelly Foreman, missionary to Kodiak Baptist Mission. So let's just jump right in. Um, Who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Like you said, I am Kelly Foreman and my husband, Stephen, and I, along with our three boys, Grayson, Landry, and Fletcher, live up in Kodiak, Alaska. I am the assistant executive director of Kodiak Baptist Mission. I am a American Baptist home missionary. um, And uh, Stephen, during the school year, is an elementary school counselor. And then in the summer, we steal him away. And he primarily runs our boat back and forth um, from Woody Island, which is just a little island next to us with part of our um, land that we we use at Kodiak Baptist Mission. So. here I run our summer day camp program. I direct that. Um, I do, you know, whether it be grants or uh, website things, but then I also manage all of our farm activities. And so we have the state's only grade A certified goat dairy. So we run that here and um, do a lot of children programming. Okay. So you're wearing a lot of different hats. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the deal when you're at a small mission organization. <laughs> yeah. Um, just for our listeners, uh, well, tell us about your Nebraska connection. Yeah. So um, born and raised Nebraskan, very strong Nebraska roots. That is home to both yeah. Stephen and I. And um, we are doing our best to raise our boys Nebraskan in Alaska. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but no, um, we, my, my family are, they're all still at our family farm that I grew up on in central Nebraska, right, right in the center of those tri-city areas out on a farm. And then Stephen's family is in Fremont. His dad's a retired American Baptist pastor, Lee and Jean Foreman. And, um, we're really, really thankful to have all of our family there. So Stephen and the boys made it back home to Nebraska this, this past year. Um, Grayson is determined to be a field goal kicker for the Cornhuskers one day. Okay, there you go. So that, I mean, that's his, that's his goal in life right now. Gotta have purpose. 
I know it. You do. But I'm, I'm, we're, we love Nebraska. We love everything about it. We're very thankful for our strong Nebraska roots. Um, is there any truth to the rumor that you and Steven met while attending Camp uh, Merrill? Yes, Camp, Camp Moses Center? Merrill. You know, it's really hard for both Steven and I to love any other camp because we are <laughs> le- uh, so in love with Camp Moses Merrill. And we did meet there. He was my first memory ever of Steven. He was river dancing on the roof of of the meeting hall and i thought why like how can he do this and then i found out he was the pastor's son and like we always got in trouble for every bad deed that steven did because he'd always sneak away before there you go but anyway but steven came up then to kodiak to volunteer when i was doing my college internship and all of a sudden little steven Foreman had grown up Uh and (laughs) a year later we were married so yeah. Yeah. We, we did though. Um, Camp Moses Merrill is where we both found Jesus and found each other. So we're oh. very thankful for it. Cool. Yeah. My, uh, my kids tend also attend Moses Merrill camp and conference center during the summer. And sometimes I have to warn them before they go that they don't have license to run the place because they're so familiar with it. So yeah, <laughs> we, we have made plans hoping next summer to have our kids go down so they can do a camp week or week at camp Moses Merrill. We'd love to have them. It'd be great. Yeah, like All right. So then tell us, how does, how, how do Kelly and Stephen get from Nebraska to Kodiak Baptist Mission? Both Stephen and myself are youngest children. Um, okay. I kind of joke that Stephen's the black sheep of his family. Oh, yeah. um, like, how does he even fit at times? That's <laughs> not the truth. If, you meet, if you've met his dad, like he is his dad in, in a younger <laughs> form. But but we both are big time adventurers, explorers. And so we just wanted something different, um, wanted to experience something. And so I had come to Alaska, my family, um, extended family lived and worked up at Kodiak Baptist mission. Okay. And so I kind of knew about, um, I knew about the mission. And then Stephen was actually at a national convention and was flipping through like different mission organization sites and found Kodiak. And so we both came up to volunteer in their summer day camp program and we were summer volunteers and I came up before Steven then he came up and then our second summer we both were here at the at the same time and it was what encouraged Steven to change his major so he became an elementary education major from being a business major and I was communication but then I could finish my college internship here so I came up to do that and then the person that I was interning under was leaving so I fell into that job about that time Steven and I were getting going to get married he was education he said i can be a teacher anyway anywhere and we ended up here and love it we we love kodiak that's fun that's a great story how you knew each other as teenagers you found kodiak separately like independent journeys yeah reconnected there uh, and the rest is history yeah Uh, that's so cool that's great so you've, uh, you started out as a volunteer and then worked your way into being just full-time, just never basically left. You fell in love with the place. Right. Yep. I, I didn't, I had not planned on it. I specifically went to college and to not work with children. At one point I was a communication major. And at one point they said, maybe you should do like early childhood. I was like, absolutely not. I will not be working with children. Not my thing. Right. Not, no. And now that's all that I do. And I really, really, um, <laughs> love it. I'm very, very thankful for that change of heart that that the Lord brought in me um, for sure. 
it's never is a very scary word to say the dog. Yep. I, I think is. I've interviewed, I don't know, 50 people on this podcast and a lot of them have that never story and that's what they end up doing for the rest of their life. <laughs> so yeah, very careful. That's, that's a good theme. <laughs> that's a good theme. All right. So then tell us what's going on there. What's happening at the uh, Kodiak Baptist Mission and is it Heritage Farm and Ranch? Yeah. Yep. Um, so Kodiak Baptist Mission, we are a um, nonprofit Christian organization and we work with kids primarily. So we start at the age of three and go all the way up really. So we have preschool, after school, summer day camp activities. Um, but for us, our central, most important part is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, that is the foundation, but you know, it's a lot different than it used to be. So we have found that it's harder to connect to families mm -hmm. and we know the best way to reach a child for Jesus is to reach their family. At least if it's going to really stick nine times yeah. out of 10, really, that's, yeah, um, I, I'm not going to be the one to make the long-term life decision, you know, um, change in a child's life, but that family, if they can find Jesus through their mm -hmm. child here, that kid's going to have a better chance. So we needed to find ways to really attract families and kids to want to be here. Okay. And um, for me, I went back to my farming roots um, and I felt, I felt like the best way that I could help share the gospel of Jesus was through farming. Now, while farming is um, very common in Nebraska, it is not in Kodiak. It's very unique. And so okay. our executive director um, Johnny Walker, um, who is extremely well-versed in horses, brought this horse aspect into it. And then me on this goat farm side came in and where our land primarily, Cody Apache Mission primarily has always been a farm. Only in the few years up before we got there, had it not, we regained some of that land. We took back the pasture areas and um, pulled up the fences again and brought that aspect back, which has been hugely attractive to, to families and That's to cool. kids. And so we use our animals as tools to share the gospel of Jesus with our, our community. And um, we have not only seen these kids really come into that, um, but we've seen families want to really join in and be part, part of that. And so um, we are a unique ministry. You know, we, I, we also have the only um, outdoor preschool, full-time outdoor preschool in the state. So our okay. kids come at nine in the morning and are outside until two, three o'clock in the afternoon, even in Alaska winters. Okay. And, and so that's another way that we're trying to use our land and the uniqueness of that. I mean, these kids, their outdoor preschool tents right up next to the horse pastures and they're, you know, around the, all of nature plus all the livestock. And so, yeah. um, then in just the past, goodness, has it been 18 months? We've been charged by the Home Mission Society to um, revitalize Camp Woody and our American Baptist Home Mission Society's okay. land. So we have about 600 acres across the water on Woody Island and a residential camp. So we have taken a huge initiative to revitalize that, which I, I, it's still extremely overwhelming. We are still very much humbled by this humongous um, job that we've been given, but whether it be um, camping ministry retreats, um, being able to use that, that asset the best that we can for families. So 
it's a lot. It's very yeah. it gets confusing. And I, I apologize for the confusingness of it, but there's a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a camp and, and there's a yeah. lot of stuff going on summer, winter, year round school kids. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a lot to touch on there. Uh, I, I think it's fascinating that, that you've chosen to do the, the goats um, as the, the touch point for the gospel um, because um wild farming is very common in Nebraska. One of the things we're recognizing out here is the lack of um, uh, pollinator type plants are disappearing. So bees and birds and whatever, that's that's crucial to agriculture. And so uh, we planted a pollinating garden in our backyard. It's been kind of this fun thing for our kids and the neighborhood kids to engage with. And we don't live in the rural part. So we're in Bellevue and (laughs) it's just city enough for them to like kind of lose that that this is an agriculture state. Um, and so it's, they've had a lot of fun seeing all the birds and the bees and the butterflies come by, got some golden rods and butterfly bushes and plants. And so it's, that's a really neat idea. I like flowers. And so having to prune them and take care of them, it's not nearly as intensive as what you're doing, but it is something that we have to do. So it's fun. Excellent. I like that a lot. It's a good idea. Um, Okay. Well then, uh, what is, what is next? What, what are some things that are going on for you personally or professionally? Uh, you did kind of allude to how you have this upcoming project with, uh, Woody Island, um, but what, what's going on there? So Woody Island is a big, um, area for us. So we just renovated an old rec building. So one of the things that we've become known for is taking buildings that people believe are condemned and trying to save them. And so that was what we did with this old rec building. So the camp was really only able to be used during the summer season. Well, now we have a four season facility that can be used. So we were able to get the well going and heat and um, we have the boat transportation to be able to get across the water and have these retreats and um, different camp activities. So the, for us now, as we're moving forward, it's really, we need to utilize this and to open up the doors to be able to use it for groups, the best that the best that we can. Um, We are starting into, you know, it's, um, for us here in Kodiak, um, we are still very much dealing with a pandemic and um, island life and very limited um, capacity as far as you know hospitals and, and things like that. So we're still working to navigate through some of that, that and being as responsible as we can. So that's always and continues to be a challenge um, for us and our families because all of our kiddos are under 12, you know, and so it's it can be um, it can be a little bit challenging. Uh, we're entering a new season um, as far as all of our after school and and day camp things go, or I mean, our, excuse me, our after school program. I was supposed to have 10 kids in my farm and ranch after school club, and I just couldn't say no. And I ended up with 22. Wow. Um, and so I grabbed my farmhand, Laurel, who's like, I don't work with kids. I don't do this. And I was like, you do now. <laughs> um, and so we're doing that. And I, I added in a little horse club for kids. So we'll be, we'll, we'll be having a lot of kiddos um, come through our doors this, this winter. And so those are some of the things that we're doing. Um, I, I think it's always, you know, if you're not always saying, okay, Lord, what's next? How do we do this? How do we navigate? Yeah. Um, you know, that you, you never want to quit asking that question. So winter ends up being a big time.
for us to figure out what's our new season going to look like as we're moving sure. into another, another summer, what's the best way that we can serve our kids? What's the best way that we can um, serve our summer volunteer staff that come up? I have a, this past summer, I had a great group of young adults that came up to work my summer camp program. Okay. There were about 10 of them and they are just some of the most incredible people. Cool. Um, and the idea is how do we keep growing that and how do we keep attracting those young people? Yeah. I think it can be hard to get people to, to come up and do that, especially yeah. your 20, early 20 somethings. Sure. So, um, we start recruiting again and then right. start to, you know, get people to want to come up and work for nothing, not right. nothing. You get a lot from it, but, sure. um, yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of as we're we're working into the new season here. At the Moses Merrill kind of conference center, we we have this program we call LIT Leadership Leaders in Training. It, it becomes a, a resource for us. We do this training with students in junior high and early high school, and then they can become counselors uh, their last year of high school and in college and stuff. And so, it's kind of a neat program for us. Um, and we do also have to spend a lot of time recruiting and getting kids well, to come out. And don't you hope that those are the people that will turn around and then be the leaders in your, your churches. And yeah, you're, you absolutely. Know, that's the part that at times I think that we're, we can, can lose out on like our, our churches can age, but we really have to pull back and say, okay, let's give some of these young people yep. the leadership. Let's let them, um, let them take the reins and maybe it's going to look a little, a little different than we're yep. used to, but they're, they're the ones that are going to, we need to help let them do this so that they can take the reins from us. <laughs> Absolutely. They may bring goats on site. You never know. That's right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Very good. Actually, we have had a success story with that. It's one of our uh, counselors out there is doing an internship at First Baptist Fremont. And so Indeed, that's, that's kind of exactly neat. exactly right. And that's so we've great. had other people go into ministry and, and those sort of things through that experience. So that's pretty cool. That's excellent. Um, all right. Last question then. Uh, how can we as American Baptist partner with you? What are some, some ways that, that we can do that? I, I was looking at this question. I thought, oh, what, what should I say? But I really have a fun example because I, I did call on actually my church, my home church, church given in Gibbon, Nebraska. Okay. I had um, three ladies that were just up. And it's hard to, and she'd kill me probably if I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Jane Gangwish, she was a 4-H leader of mine, but I knew her first because, I mean, she knew me before I knew myself being a, a kid at Gibbon Baptist. You know, she sure. um, was one of those, has always been a very constant person in my life. She's like 70 now, which I, I told her, I said, you quit aging at 40, but I'm 40. So, I mean, that can't <laughs> obviously happen. Um, and she came up with her sister and her sister-in-law this last year, she said, I know how to sew. I said, great. And she came up and she led a week long sewing camp with the, with our kids. And so she had a group in the morning. She and her, her sister-in-law's had a group, sister and sister-in-law had a group in the morning and then a group in the afternoon, two and a half hours, each group. Wow. And these kids don't know how to sew. Sure. Some of them are not like she, Jane said the first day, she's like, all the kids want to do is put the pins into their fingers from the pin cushions. Like, you know, like it was their kids and right. it's, it's challenging, but they brought, they got some sewing machines. They brought the fabric. Those kids made pillowcases and oh, they had the, like the comfy, comfy elastic waist pants. And she had like 25 kids that they did this with. And it was incredible. And I think what was more neat for me because they had to leave at the end, but all the parents just said, 
are, are your sewing ladies back? Are they coming back again next week? Can my kids be part of it? Like I was getting calls and asking, um, but, but what was neat was, and this is where ABC can be helpful. And, and I, it really does speak into the, like, we enter our mission field the second we leave, like the Lord gave these ladies a wonderful ability Mm -hmm. to sew. Not everybody gets that, but they took this great gift that they had and they shared it. And something that, you know, I would love to see are people being able to come up and share those gifts. And, and, you know, on our side, we can help give them a little bit of the framework because what I'd love to then see even further than that is to say, we got, we have some confidence. We see how this works. Now we're going to go share it with our churches in Nebraska too. You know, we've done it here. We've we've kind of had some support. Now let's, let's keep this going. Um, that's always, you know, something I, I would love to have anybody that wants to come up, be able to come up. Um, I, I don't want your money. I want you. I want, I want the prayers. I want the support. I want, um, I want to know like the Jane gang wishes that I can send her a message in the morning and say, Jane, today was a tough day. I could really use a few extra prayers, you know, or, uh, her to send that picture on a, on a Saturday to say, I'm at the Husker Grant game, you know, she actually ruined it for me. Um, <laughs> she sent me the score of the game. And we have our farmer's market on Saturday. And I was like, Jane, oh. you're recording the game. Um, but, uh, you know, that's that's a great way for us to partner. Um, okay. Or uh, I think it's, I always, um, I really respect Robin Stoops a lot. I use him a lot, probably more than he has time for. Like, hey, can you help me with this? What do you think about this? Or if I need, you know, um, I, I appreciate that though. I, I so much um, the being able to have that connection. And I'd, I'd always just love to see it grow. Um, well, that's so, great. I, I think that's something to remember for us as, as we think about the Region Expo and saying yes to the call is that, I mean, there's no such thing as an insignificant gift or ability, right? right? And and we can do that and bring sewing to a camp. Uh, we have another gentleman from Western Nebraska that does wood carving. And sometimes he'll come out and teach kids basic, yeah. super basic, how to make crosses or something out of wood. And, um, you know, that's, that's something and it's yeah. valuable uh, and it matters. Yep, and, really so, and you can use anything to, to tell a gospel story, pillowcases yes. or... Yep wood carving skills, you know, well, that's, and, that's- you know, I think that that ends up being the most important part. You know, I know that like a kid or anybody, you know, they have to feel safe before yeah. they can find their purpose really, you know, so there's this safety level, but then, so what if, all right, so we, we provide this safe foundation, like a church can provide a safe foundation, yep. but then we need to, once we have that show kids, all these things that they can find their purpose. Cause if they can find their purpose, that's when they can start to contribute and to give back. And if they have that purpose that they can share that has Jesus Christ in it, well, gosh, that's, I mean, how much better, how much better does that, that get? So, yeah. And it's multi-generational. People are investing from, from all kinds of age groups have skills and abilities to offer each other can go the other way. You know, kids can teach adults something that they don't know. I wish somebody would walk me through a TikTok and how to make one. (laughs) Right. Yes. So, yeah. I, I actually joke with my kids here that do uh, all my farm and ranch. If I have a few of these kids, like I'm, I am scared of chickens. Like I do not like chickens. I do not yeah. like birds of any kind. And they're like, Oh, Miss Kelly, we totally got this. And I was like, good. Cause I don't, I do not have 
There you go. Um, but you know, have the courage to say like, I need help. I need help. Um, and we'll do this if we can do it together. Um, so that's, it's always fun. I, I do have to say too, you know, this is one of those things I at times will take, I don't, I don't always think about until you end up with that person. So like Jane and her sister and sister-in-law came, or if they're, you know, if the American Baptist family that we have, you know, um, I have not left this Island since March of 2020. That was the last time I haven't seen my family. Um, goodness, has it been four years? I sent Stephen and the boys, but I couldn't, I couldn't leave. You know, we're just, it gets really tricky here, but having people travel here, it makes you feel like you've been home. Mm. And when you can develop those connections, I have a, a fabulous mom that is so faithful. And so she often says like, she spent her whole life with me. Well, she has a mess. She can't travel. She can't be here, but having somebody like Jane come up, is like having my mom come mm. up to visit. It's so encouraging and, and, and helpful. And I'm not the only one, you know, we have what, what, no matter where it is, doesn't have to be Kodiak, but to have that extra support, um, is important. And I think, I think it goes for, for, um, I I know for myself, that was so uplifting and encouraging. Um, and it's really nice, but it's people from your home uh, that, you know, get you and get your area that you're from, you know? And so that's always really enjoyable. No, that's, that's so meaningful. I mean, that's what all the new Testament letters are is building community and sending people back and forth to other churches to say, you know, we're sending back Epaphroditus to you. I think I read that uh, from Philippians today, you know, because he's, he was an encouragement to us. He was sick. He's well, you guys worried about him, but we're sending him back home to you. And so there's just this kind of exchange of leaders and Timothy's going everywhere. And it means a lot because they're all then connected to that um, in that way. And I know we live in Nebraska. My kids were born in Nebraska, but all my family's from Arkansas. My wife's family's from Missouri. And so going home is one thing, but having people come see us is, is, is sometimes even better because yeah. you get to share your life with them. Yeah. And this is what it's like for us here. You know, so that's exactly. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right. So if final question then is uh, if we're partnering with you, how do we get a hold of you? Is, is there a website? Is there an email? Is, is there some social medias we can follow? Right. So you're always welcome to call or text. I mean, I, I, I'm all, yeah. I am always around, but I actually started this. Um, I'm on Instagram. And to be yeah. honest, um, my mom's like, I just feel like I know everything that's happening for your day. And people are like, you had a lot. And I was like, I do. But my mom checks it and she knows I'm alive. Like if I don't <laughs> do this now, it's like, where's Kelly? Like what's going on? Um, so, and, and part of that was to say, show the kind of the behind the scenes, like yeah. we're real people. This is, this is our crazy life that we right. keep here. Um, so they can, they can always, I, I'm at, it's Kelly Foreman, but it's, I call it simply living AK. It's probably not very simple, but that's what it is. And, um, and then email phone. Sure. I, um, th- those are always, those are always good ways to, to keep up yeah. as well. And we'll put the links in the show notes here. So we'll have links to your email and uh, at least at least the mission website so they can call your office. And um, I'll put up some some links to your Instagram and Facebook so people can follow you. So very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on Mission in Five, the podcast. And we look forward to seeing you at the Region Expo in October. Yeah, we're excited about it. Excellent. And Steven's way more fun than I am. He will be here. Like he's the funny guy. I am not. So um, he will he will be here for that. 
Very good. Look yep. forward to it. Well, thank you for downloading and streaming the latest episode of Mission in 5. Keep tuning in as we introduce you to the ministry practitioners engaging in God's mission through the local church in Nebraska and around our larger American Baptist community. Check out the show notes for contact information and links to our various guests. Subscribe to the podcast in whatever platform you like. Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play. We're in all the platforms. Whichever one you use, be sure to rate and review us so we know how you're enjoying the podcast. Send us ideas on who you'd like us to interview for future episodes. And feel free to support us through our abcnebraska.com PayPal link. Thanks, everybody, and have a great day.